Welcome to this week's Green Side Up. This is Richard Henschel, horticulture educator for the University of Illinois, and this week I wanted to talk about that magical average frost-free date uh, that we have in our area, and that date, if you're going to put a circle on your calendar, is um, May 5th. And given the weather patterns that we've been having, uh, sticking to that date in May may not be such a bad idea this year. Um, you know, we read about the average frost-free date, um, and if you read the fine print, that's still a on that date, that is May 5 around here, that is our average frost-free date where there's still a 50-50 chance of a frost yet happening on May 5. Every day after that, the, the uh, chance of a frost dramatically dropped and drops until about two weeks later or so when there's pretty much not a chance that we're going to have any kinds of cold or frosty weather after that. Um, so, long-time gardeners, uh, you know, pretty much have already learned just how much they can really push that average frost-free date in the landscape and in the vegetable garden. Uh, they know their local conditions around the home, be it sun-shade pattern, uh, the kind of soils they have. Uh, a sandy soil drains well but doesn't warm up but a darker black soil does warm up because of the dark nature of the soil earlier. So this influences, uh, along with any of the other little microclimate uh, things happening, uh, really does influence when they can begin gardening in those yards. Uh, garden centers, uh, you know, have based uh, when they're going to be able to sell their plants, flowers, and vegetables, uh, based on our long-standing air and soil temperatures over many, many years. And as you might guess right now, they're all available and ready for purchase, but that uh, doesn't necessarily mean it's the safest thing to buy them, purchase them, take them home, and put them in the ground just because of this rather unique weather pattern we've been having this year. Um, if you visit a garden center and you look at the plants that uh, have been overwintered locally or grown locally, you'll notice that they're probably and should be very much dormant. The early flowers that we see for sale, however, uh, were grown as the seasons allow in, in climates other than our own. So they're farther along, they're much farther out. And if we set them out and we continue to have our kind of spring that we're having, uh, a lot of those plants will be damaged by the cold temperatures, uh, by the cold soil temperatures, or perhaps even a even a frost. So we need to be really careful about uh, um, buying plants that are uh, much farther along than our local material is. Um, so go ahead, buy them, get them, but hang on to them. Don't necessarily plant them uh, right away. Um, and that holds true for woody plants. That holds true for perennials. That's the same for our tomato transplants. You put them in the ground when uh, the soil temperatures are right and or air temperatures are right. We go ahead and plant when uh, the soil conditions are correct. That's another one of the factors. Soil should be uh, friable. They should clearly have moisture in them. They shouldn't be too dry. On the other hand, you shouldn't be able to squeeze them and see water run out. Uh, so there needs to be a, a good middle of the road uh, uh, condition here with those with those soils. Um, so those 
right now, besides those some of those warmer plants that we should hold off on, you can you can find and should be planting maybe some of the cold or cool season weather transplants like uh, cabbage and kale and and uh, uh, seeded things like perhaps lettuce, and they really do prefer these kinds of air and soil temperatures. Um, but if you're out there and you're buying your warm season transplants like tomatoes and peppers and tender tender vegetables like that, uh, they really don't like the cooler or cold air and or soil temperatures that we're having. So buy them, keep them in the home, good, strong, bright light. Uh, hang on to them till uh, we we do definitely have better weather that's consistent in our in our area really. Um, and then there are those what we call warm season or warm loving vegetables, and those are the ones that do not tolerate even the coolest, the the slightest cool temperature ever. They are uh, the vine crops primarily: cucumbers, watermelons, summer and winter squashes. Uh, these are the ones that uh, absolutely have to be planted once our soils and our air temperatures warm up and are and are consistent. Um, so that's a good thing to think about right now. Um, part of our spring challenge has been that we know um, we still only have so many days to grow our crops, so our grow our vegetables. So we're getting kind of antsy every day that we can't get out and plant is one less day of potential growth for those. And up here in, in, in northern Illinois, if you will, we have somewhere around 160 days of growing days. And you can compare that with southern Illinois, which has more like 190 or more. So you can see um, they have a bigger opportunity to grow those long season vegetables than we do up here. Um, so you just have to do everything you can to extend our season. And you can have season extenders both at the front end and at the back end. I think most of us think about season extension towards the end of the season. We do what we can to uh, prolong their growth in the fall by by covering them up if we're having a light frost or putting some sort of a cloche over the top of them, uh, putting them inside or covering them with a, a bit stronger structure covered with a plastic so that you have a kind of a mini greenhouse effect so those plants continue to grow on. So this is uh, kind of where we're at. Please pay attention to the soil temperatures, um, the air temperatures as well, but it's the soil temperatures where those plants get uh, put in the ground that can be so impactful to them. Um, so just keep kind of keep all that in mind right now. We're so close, and yet uh, if we jump the gun, you'll be displeased with how those vegetables grow for the rest of the season. So pretty much at this time around, you know, uh, you know, right now we're we're ready to garden, but you need to keep your gardening fingers crossed and your gardening hat on pulled down over your ears a little bit right now to stay warm. And eventually, uh, our soil temperatures will warm. We'll have consistent air temperatures. And then the gardening is off and running for the season. Well, this has been Richard Henschel with this week's Green Side Up. It's always a pleasure, and I'll be back with you next week.